Patrick Laine has points in his last 11 games. JF Berube is 3-0 in his last three. And the Blue Jackets have four wins in their last four games. That is right. We are going streaking on today's Locked On Blue Jackets. Your Locked On Blue Jackets, your daily podcast on the Columbus Blue Jackets. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome to Locked On Blue Jackets. Thank you for making this your first listen of the day every day. Locked On Blue Jackets is free and available on all podcast platforms and will soon be available on YouTube. So keep an eye out for that. Whether you're a first-time listener or a regular listener, I appreciate you. I am, as always, your host, Jay Foster. And uh, today, we're going to have some fun with it because the Blue Jackets have won four games in a row. So we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about the game specifically. We're going to talk some more about Patrick Lyon because just so hot right now. And uh, we're also going to look ahead to tonight's game against the Carolina Hurricanes. So uh, we'll start off with a little a little recap of last night's game. I'm not going to lie. I did not go into this game with all the confidence in the world. Looking at the last two times that these teams have played each other, it has not gone well. For the Blue Jackets, uh, 9-2 and 8-4 losses. But apparently, they they heard that they were on national TV. And they were like, we're going to make the commentators talk about us in a positive light. Which is extremely funny because it sounded physically painful for them to do so. The Blue Jackets win 6-3 over the Florida Panthers. I'm shocked. Frankly, uh, I think there's a there's a number of reasons that the Blue Jackets won this game, uh, not least of which is goaltending. But uh, let's go through the goals because Mackenzie Weger opens the scoring, which uh, sure, of course, uh, just a uh, it was the first mistake that the Blue Jackets really made in their own zone, and that's what's annoying. Uh, they were they were typically pretty good. This was a pretty good first period, I thought, for the Blue Jackets, and it's annoying that they went. Down one nothing, but who else? Patrick Line scores his 19th of the season. Jake Voracek gets his 34th assist. It is 1-1 going into first intermission. And honestly, better than I expected. I, I don't know what I expected from this game, except it was many, many goals. Uh, but JF Brube, really solid first period. Uh, he saved 9. Uh, he saved 10 of 11 shots. Uh, Jonas Johansson of the Florida Panthers, they were playing their backup, which, hey, if you want to do that against the Blue Jackets, I'm not going to complain. Saved 9 of 10 shots, so good games, good periods for both goaltenders. Uh, And then, now, I don't know, I feel like I am being gaslit about this a little bit. Uh, The Blue Jackets scored in the second period. Boone Jenner got his 22nd of the season. Uh, He's now 8 goals away from his career high, which is pretty neat. I did not see this goal on the ESPN broadcast, and I felt insane. Uh, they cut to break, and then they came back, and suddenly it was 2-1, and I don't know if it's because I wasn't paying enough attention and missed the goal, and they just didn't make enough noise about it on the broadcast or what. But the point is, Boom Jenner scores his 22nd. Uh, a nice little nice little assist for Vladislav Gavrikov, who has very quietly got 21 assists this season, which for a defensive defenseman is uh, not a bad little 
not a bad little output, honestly. Uh, and then, why not? Gabriel Carlson, who I wasn't expecting to play tonight, uh, he went into the lineup in place of Zach Wierenski, who took a big hit from Wayne Simmons against uh, Toronto. Gabriel Carlson comes into the game, hasn't played in Columbus in a little while now, scores his second of the season. That is one Johansson would want back, I would think. Uh, just kind of bounced through him in a in a weird way. But hey, like I keep saying on this podcast, they don't ask how. They ask how many. Gabriel Carlson has his second of the year. The Blue Jackets are up 3-1. to one, And I'm feeling hopeful, question mark, about this team. Uh... John Huberto is the reason I can't have nice things. However, he scores to make it 3-2. to two. Mason Marchment, who basically ran rings around everyone on the Blue Jackets the last time these teams played, got an assist on that one. Uh, but here's where, it get, here's where it gets fun. Because at this point, I'm like, okay, there's still, what, 14, 13, 14 minutes left in the, in the third period. That is plenty of time for the Blue Jackets to... Make a mess, make a mistake, mess up. It's enough time for the Panthers to do the thing that the Panthers do, which is score a bunch of goals. They call them the comeback cats, the cardiac cats. Uh, they seem to reside firmly in that same uh, square that the Blue Jackets occupy on Mike McCurdy's stats, which is we may win, but I may die. They're not quite as we may win, but I may die as the Blue Jackets, but it's three to two with 15 minutes left, and I am feeling nervous. Uh... Luckily, Cole Sillinger respects me as a person, uh, scores to make it 4-2. to two. Another assist for Jake Voracek, who I believe had a, a three-assist night, which go off Jake Voracek, I guess. Uh, and then Justin Danforth scores to make it 5-2, 10 seconds later. And that's kind of, that's kind of the, the last real threat of this game. Uh, Sam Bennett scores... Not long after that, to make it 5-3, to three. Uh, Jonathan Huberdeau has like 72 points this season, by the way. Uh, he has an assist on that one, which he scored later uh, earlier in that period. Just a real MVP campaign. But Oliver Bjorkstrand gets his 16th of the season, puts it in the empty net. Uh, a 2.8 for Jack Roslovic as well, I think it's uh, worth pointing out. And the Blue Jackets win 6-3. Uh, in a minute, we're going to talk a little bit about some goaltending and some goaltending choices that the uh, Florida head coach made. But first, I've got to tell you about Built Bar because it's about the time of year that I've pretty much given up on all of my New Year's resolutions. But this year, I'm sticking to my resolution to eat right thanks to Built Bar. And it kind of feels like it's not really a resolution at all because I really enjoy eating them. It's like eating a candy bar. And I know. That's the selling point for all of the protein bars, but Built Bar really means it. And if you haven't tried the Puffs, then you are missing out on one of Built Bar's best tasting bars. They are the first ever protein infused marshmallow. They are fluffy, they are marshmallowy, they are delicious, they are covered in 100% chocolate. It's just like eating a candy bar. And I know that, you know, I keep saying this, but it's true. The Built Puffs are my favourites of the Built Bar range. Uh, they come in a bunch of different flavours. They've got Churro, which I know is a favourite of a lot of the uh, Locked On NHL hosts. They've got Coconut Marshmallow. They've got my personal favourite, Banana Cream Pie. They're my favourite, and they're going to be yours too. Built Bars are low-calorie, high-protein, low fi- uh, high-fibre, low-carb. It's, it's a, it's a must-win. You can't lose with a built bar, and here's the best bit. 
you go to built.com, use promo code LOCKED15 and get 15% off your order. Once again, that's promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at built.com. Welcome back to Locked On Blue Jackets. Thank you for making us your first listen of the day. Every day, Locked On Blue Jackets is free and available wherever you get your podcasts. So here's the here's the the weird thing about the third period last night. Or not the weird thing, I guess, but uh, something that I was thrilled by and then dismayed by and then thrilled by again. Uh, the Florida Panthers pulled the goalie with like eight minutes left in the third period. Like... This is some Patrick Waugh with the avalanche type nonsense, and I'm here for it. Uh, the Blue Jackets did end up scoring an empty net goal with six minutes to play, uh, which really messed with me because I was like, okay, cool, the empty net the game's basically over, and then I realised that there was still a full six minutes to play. Uh, they did score one goal with the man advantage, uh, which made it 5-3 to three before Arthur Bjorkstrand kind of put the game out of reach again at 6 three but honestly I I respect it I respect pulling a goalie that late if you think you can tie the game then go for it you know the the Panthers really kind of had nothing nothing to lose I don't think uh, it didn't really work out for them but with that five to three goal from Sam Bennett it really kind of it made me nervous I assume it made the team nervous as well and like I said why not uh, I think more teams should pull goalies earlier. There's uh, some really great like math and stat work out there that says you know you should be pulling a goalie for I think it's two minutes for every goal that you are down by. Uh, so you know they were they were a little bit off pulling the goalie with like eight and a half minutes left. But like I said, I I respect it. More teams should pull the goalie earlier, especially you know if you're down two or three goals. F it, pull the goalie. Why not? Uh, in terms of goaltending, J.F. Barube, man, that is his second straight 39-save performance. He is currently sitting at uh, 3-0 and on the season, which, considering he started his season on, like, Sunday, is pretty, uh, pretty impressive. Uh, he has allowed, I think, three goals in each of his last three games, but... He's also got a 9.25 save percentage. So, you know, goals allowed against average, I, I tend not to look at because it's kind of a useless stat because if a goalie's getting absolutely hammered with shots, like there was the the first Calgary game of the season was 6 nothing, and Elvis Mozlikin still came out of that with a 900 or above save percentage because the... Blue Jackets allowed, like, 62 shots or something stupid, you know? So, goals allowed against average is not super important to me, personally. Uh, safe percentage is what's important. And again, super small size sample, but... Jeff Berube, he's he's really taking advantage of this, and I don't think this is sustainable. Like, I don't, this is not me being like, hey, Jeff Berube is the goaltender of the future. You know, let's, let's sack... Muslikins and Kupsalo off. That's not what I'm saying at all. But he's really taking advantage of this opportunity that he's been given. You know, this is his first real NHL time since 2018. First NHL win since April 2018. And he doesn't seem to be letting this letting this advantage go to waste. Uh, the team is kind of doing its best to ruin this for him. No, that's not fair. But 
the team has allowed 42 shots on each of the last two games, uh, which honestly for Florida seems fair enough. Uh, the team before that, though, was uh, Toronto. You don't want Toronto to get 42 shots. Uh, and here's the thing. This is the t- probably one of the tougher weeks in the entire Blue Jackets schedule. You know, I started off this week being like, well, if we get three points out of these four games, then I'm going to be really happy. And currently we're 2-0 and against Toronto and Florida. Carolina tonight, which we're going to talk about in a minute, and then Pittsburgh on Sunday. And when I heard that Gorpasalo was out injured, I was like, okay, Elvis is going to get a lot of work. And then Elvis was out injured, and now... They're both on IR. I'm not sure when they're going to be back. But I feel weirdly confident in JF Brube. I do think that the other shoe is going to drop eventually. Hopefully it doesn't drop tonight. Uh, But we'll see how it goes. They might do the unthinkable. They might start Jack Greaves tonight. That seems unlikely. Um, But again, why not? I mean, the the, the why not is because we are chasing Boston for a playoff position, uh, and Boston also keeps winning, which is extremely annoying. Uh, we are nine points behind Boston with exactly the same amount of games played, and then I believe Washington is one point ahead of Boston with one extra game played, so it's not our reach yet. Uh, and that is all thanks to, uh, well, JF Berube. Also Patrick Laine, who scored in this game and now has 21 points in his last 11 games 11 game point streak it's the longest active point streak in the nhl it is the third longest point streak in blue jacket history hopefully he can continue that tonight uh which is what we're going to talk about in just a minute we're going to look at the game against carolina we're going to look at some of the carolina players to look out for and who on the blue jackets i expect to have a big game but first i want to tell you about bet online Because football might be over for this season, but basketball is in full steam for both pro and college hoops. From all the latest odds, totals, player performance props to where the next fired coach is going to land, betonline.net is the number one spot for all of your sports betting needs. BetOnline remains the best spot for all of your sports scores, podcasts, and news this season. And it's not just basketball. BetOnline is your source for hockey, boxing, and UFC odds. If you want to, you know, you should put some money last night on uh, Take the Over. For the Blue Jackets Florida game, betonline.net has you covered there. If you want to bet on tonight's game, if you want to bet on, I don't know, JF Brube winning the Vesna, you can do that at betonline.net. So head to the website today or use your mobile device to sign up and uh, learn more about the trends and action because betonline is where the game starts. So, Blue Jackets, Carolina Hurricanes. High-scoring games the last three times. This is the final game in the season series. The Hurricanes took the first game 5-1, second game 7-4. That was that rough game with the 4-0 lead and then allowing seven straight gay goals in the second and third period, but it's fine. Blue Jackets won the most recent game 6-0 uh, in January, so this is the last Time that the Blue Jackets will face the Hurricanes, which I personally am thrilled about. I hate facing the Hurricanes. They're a nightmare team. And uh, tonight's game, I am more confident now, but if the Blue Jackets were going to lose a game in this uh, in this section of games, I think it's probably most likely to be this one. However, I probably would have said that about Florida if you'd asked me yesterday. So maybe, maybe we're... Thinking positive, maybe J.F. Brube is going to continue his insanely hot streak. Uh, 
Still unsure which goalie is going to be starting. I would assume it's going to be Barube, but I would not be surprised to see Jack Greaves make his first NHL start, which would be super cool, and hopefully the Hurricanes would not make him sad about it. Uh, it's the usual suspects for the Hurricanes that you want to watch. Uh, Andrei Svechnikov has six points in his last four games. Four of those are goals. Uh, kind of a, a surprise here. Jacob Slavin has four assists in the last five games. He's not really a player that I look to when I think Carolina offense, so he's definitely one to watch. Uh, goaltending, I assume that they're going to be starting Frederick Anderson. He's been their starter all season. He's got insane numbers, uh, 927 save percentage, record 27-7-2. Potentially a Vesna candidate. He's not going to win because Igor Shosturkin is going to win, but he's been fantastic for Carolina and uh, a big reason for their success. Honestly, uh, they have similar team stats to Florida. Uh, their power play is sixth in the league. Ours is 24th. Penalty kill, they've got the best penalty kill in the league at 89.8%. Blue Jackets keep climbing with the penalty kill. They're now up to 12th in the league. They were, I believe, 14th the last time I checked. So that's, uh, you know, climbing on up. They've got the fourth best face-off percentage in the league versus the Blue Jackets 17th. They've got the sixth best goals for per game. Blue Jackets, again, climbing up. They're ninth in the league now at 3.3% or 3.3 goals per game, excuse me. And they've got the best uh, goals allowed against or goals against per game uh, at 2.42 goals per game they allow on average versus the Blue Jackets, who are still 30th in the league at 3.63. But... It'll be it'll be interesting to see how how this shakes out. Like I say, I fully expect uh, Carolina to make me sad because that's what Carolina does, especially this season. But like I said, maybe maybe we'll get lucky. Maybe we will face Antti Ranta again. Uh, who I love Antti Ranta. I think he's a very good goalie. Uh, he's seven three and one so far this season. But I would much rather face him than Frederick Anderson, frankly. Um, and we'll we'll see how it goes. Uh, this is a potential first round matchup if both teams continue performing as well as they are. Uh, Carolina is looking like they're going to finish top of the division, and the Blue Jackets are still fighting for that spot in the wild card. So potential first round matchup, which does not fill me with a lot of confidence in the Blue Jackets playoff performance this season but again stranger things have happened um it'll be a fun game i think uh, a lot will happen i think patrick line will continue his point streak uh, because no one can stop him you know patrick line is so hot right now i said it at the start of the episode and it's still true nine points in his last five games 21 in his last 11 uh, 13 of those are goals He's at 19 goals in 35 games, which, I mean, I haven't done the math on what kind of numbers that would be had he played, you know, those two months that he missed, but he doesn't seem to be slowing down. He seems to be, if anything, speeding up, so I'm looking for him to have a big game. Uh, Boone Jenner has five assists in the last five games. I would be surprised if they are not all assists on Patrick Line goals. I'm expecting Voracek, again, to have a... Two or three point night. And uh, I'm expecting Jeff Brubate to have a big night. 
to have fun with it. Like, the more you win, the more confident you get. And he's clearly super confident right now and having a ball with it. So look for him to have uh, fun with this game. Unless, of course, Jack Greaves starts, in which case throw everything I've just said about JF Brube out the window and cross your fingers and hope for the best. And that's kind of all I've got for you today. Uh, tomorrow, we're going to do some bonus weekend episodes. Uh, tomorrow, we're going to break down the... Carolina game tonight and we've got some more scouting profiles for you. I sat down earlier this week with Will Scouch of Scouching uh, to talk about another couple of potential first rounders that could be on the Blue Jackets radar. Obviously we still have those two picks. The more the Blue Jackets win, the lower the pick gets, but Chicago keeps falling and uh, hopefully that's going to be in kind of in the three to eight range. So that's kind of who we're looking at now or who we'll be looking at tomorrow with uh, with Will. I had a really fun time talking about uh, Logan Cooley, who is an American player, and uh, we also looked at Philip Meshart, who is one of the uh, three top Slovakians in this draft, because Slovakia just has a, a really big bump of, of good young players right now. So those are the weekend plans, and uh, like I say, we'll, we'll have fun with it. Hopefully tonight's game is not too stressful, but I'm not holding out much hope for that. I've been Jay Foster. You can find me on Twitter at underscore Jacob Foster, J-A-K-O-B-F-O-R-S-T-E-R. You can find this podcast at L-O underscore Blue Jacket and wherever you get your podcast. If you have comments, questions, criticisms, you can email me at lockedupbluejackets at gmail.com. Thank you once again for making this your first listen of the day. Make sure you go and make Locked On NHL fan, Locked On Fantasy NHL your second listen of the day. If you want to get all of the tips and tricks of the fantasy hockey world, and until tomorrow, make sure you stay locked on.